Oh, that was a good click. Thank you. I'm super, super. I'm super excited. (laughs) This is off to a good start. That's good. Super excited to start this. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a while, haven't we? Yeah, we have. What's your name? My name. (laughs) Shit, I almost forgot. Hi, my name is Susie, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm Janie. Yeah. Um, and I have never had a drink of alcohol in my entire life. <laughs> lies. Lies. Full of lies. Um, and this is the We're Not Really Backpackers, Backpackers podcast. Yay. Episode and, one. And why are we called We're Not Really Backpackers? Well, interesting question, yeah. Susie. <laughs> Susie, thank you for posing it. The aim of this podcast that we're doing, that like you said, we've been talking about doing something like this forever yeah. of just communicating our stories, our mm. experiences, because like, I know we've talked about this, of course mm. we have, but um, for me, I know when I started, when I was looking at starting to travel, I looked to see what kind of voices were out there about people in my age group that were yeah. of like with the same kind of goals that I had Mm. and it was really hard if not impossible in a way to like find that kind of you related to yeah because I'm not 18 and I'm not not, yeah we're not (laughs) tiny and we're just like a tiny little like taking a gap year like you know so yeah I'm excited to have this podcast to share our stories share our experiences um Part of it is like getting to just be a fun conversation with you and I, yeah. and if we get to help people or shed some sort of insight or have mm. someone like learn or take something away or just fucking giggle, yeah, with absolutely, us, that'd be fucking awesome. Oh my god, that would be the best. I think when we were talking about setting this up, just even if one person, if this helps one person, um, kind of, you know, you don't even need to be traveling yourself, mm-hmm. but if you want to be listening and you feel like you connect with us, I think that would just make my day. I That'd think. be fucking cool. Yeah, it would be so nice to just reach out and kind of broaden the horizon mm-hmm. in what, in terms of what backpacking actually means and who is out there backpacking because, yep. you know, what we were just saying, like... It's not a monolith. It's not a cookie not cutter. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't all fit into one mould. We're all different. We have different backgrounds and races and religions and all you know, ethnicity, whatever it is, we want this to kind of encompass all and reach a broader audience than just yeah. the per- picture-perfect Instagram yeah. traveling models who have these perfect photos. Right, and... like I've had to pay for every flight that I've taken. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I mean, every hotel is I'm not awesome. happy about it, but it is a reality that I've had to live with. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> finding people who you resonate with in some way or another Mm. to just share our stories. I think we've, we individually have some cool ones Mm -hmm. and then people that we've met along the way and people Mm. that inspire us. Um, Yeah. It's going to be super fun and we're excited to, you know, hopefully someone else is listening. You know, I think it's just, I think it's just so funny the amount of times we've had these epic conversations and Mm. we really dive deep and we're sharing vulnerabilities about ourselves, but also, you know, just what we're experiencing. And I don't see why we wouldn't record this. Yeah. Because, you know, 
if it's going to help why someone not? out there, yeah, why not? Why the hell not? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's us. So, we fully are backpacking. Yes. But, yeah. like, we're, like, not really. Yeah, well, we both live in Melbourne. Yeah. So, where are you from and where are you now? So, I am... <laughs> I'm going to bring out the Scottish... <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Buckle up. Ancestry.com? <laughs> okay, guys. I am originally from England... Well, I lived in England, but I'm actually half Scottish, three quarter Scottish, quarter English by blood. But yeah, basically, I left England to come traveling on this um, journey. Um, and we're How current... long have you been away? Because you were. Yeah, I've been away since March 2019. Yeah. So just over a year or so. Crazy. But I was traveling around Southeast Asia backpacking. And then um, I got to the Philippines was my last stop. And then I came over to Australia and I've been mm-hmm. here since September. Um, nice. So, yeah. And where are you from, Jamie? <laughs> I am from the United States. I am from Seattle. Um, yes. a, yeah, a suburb outside of Seattle um, called Sammamish. Um, yeah. It sounds so, just so cute. It's very, very cute. <laughs> it's very quaint. Um, it's gotten so much bigger over the past, I mean, obviously like 30 years, but mm. yeah, it used to be considered like rural and now it's very much not. So. It's crazy. I've, nice. I've seen some of the photos that you've shown me. Yeah. And, yeah, we watched a documentary the other day, which kind of showed, um, the forests and mountains oh, yeah. around it. The Ted Bundy documentary on Amazon, yeah. which I kept pausing and being like, and this is really close to my house. <laughs> and this is really close to where I used to work. Yeah. Cause nothing excites me more than serial killers. What? <laughs> different topic for a different day. But yeah, so that's where I'm from and where I am now. Um, I'm also in Melbourne with mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, I've been in so I left to start traveling at the end of 2018, and I was in Bali first for a few months. Um, I also stopped over in uh, Singapore and Thailand and um, Java, another island in Indonesia, and then came to Australia at the end of April 2019. So I've been wow. here for over a year, um, which is blowing my mind. <laughs> So we today on our first on our inaugural episode thought it was appropriate to talk about what has brought us both to Australia and what has allowed us to stay here, which is the working Working holiday holiday visa. visa. (laughs) Ooh, harmonies. We got to work on that. Oh, we got time. We have so much time. So um, the working holiday visa is a temporary residency residency. visa that you can get in Australia and then New Zealand and a bunch of other countries in Europe as well. I think, I don't know if there's any in Asia or where else they I are, but I think there's a handful. Canada. No, if there is one in Asia. No, I know you can go and work there. Yeah. I think there is kind of like, um, what is it? A clause or whatever it is sure. to some visas where you, you can apply for extensions. I know a lot of people obviously work for cash in hand jobs right. and things. But it's unique in the sense that it's a, it's kind of like an enhanced tourist visa, yeah, and that you exactly. can you're here for most of them are for a year. Mm. You have the ability to be here for a year, and you have full working rights within yeah. that year. There are also obviously caveats to that and yeah. rules and all that fun stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's 
So that's how we both are able to live yeah. here and work here. Yeah. Um, and what a treat because you can't apply for it after your 31st birthday. Yeah. So you have, if you're leaving it to the last minute, the last day is the day before your 31st birthday. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, the reason why I'm here is because I always had the plan to come to Australia, but I don't know. For me, it was, it, I'd traveled so much before, but yeah. within the sphere of what I already knew. So kind of Southeast Asia, I've been to a few times, you know, but Australia was like this kind of land across the other side <laughs> of the world that I kind of had to gear myself up for. But now I'm here, I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, if I had done that sooner, I wouldn't have met you. Yeah. I wouldn't have met all our friends. Well, I mean, your life would have been shit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so shit. <laughs> Not mm. even a comparison. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's a great opportunity and it gives leeway to people if they do want to leave it a little bit later or mm -hmm. if they have um, engagements or, or responsibilities, you know, that that is there for them. But it's worth getting it done, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, yeah interestingly ooh, enough. Good. So you had always known about, like, the working holiday visa and, mm. like, that coming here and living and working mm. here was an option or a mm -hmm. thing that a lot of people did. Like, have a lot of your friends done that? Actually, not a lot of my close friends, but I know of people who have done yeah. it. Yeah, like friends of friends mm -hmm. or people I went to school with or yeah. Yeah, things like that. But it's it's a well-known thing in England. Yeah. yeah. I think generally speaking, international travel, backpacking, taking these mm -hmm. long kinds of stints is way more common yeah. in England and in Europe than it is in the States. Like, yeah. So I didn't even know that this was a thing, that it was an option. Like, I I've, I only know a few people that have been to Australia, mm. like, to visit, like, just as for purely vacation. Mm. Um, but I didn't even know that this visa was an option until I was in Bali, and mm. I met a bunch of Australians when I started just getting kind of restless and was like, oh, you know, I really want to be, like, doing something. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't ready to go home mm. yet, and in meeting all these people and talking to them, they're like, oh, just come to Australia. And I was like, yeah, right. And they're like, no, like you can, it's super easy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I need money. And you know, all I, all I had ever really heard of was like that Australia is so expensive. It's mm. so expensive. It's so expensive. Really? Yeah. That's, heard that. that's, that's interesting all I that's ever heard of. That's not what we hear in England. Yeah. It was that it's just crazy expensive to live, like to live here and to visit wow. because you know, they have to like, it's just, I think that the U.S. does a really great job of anti-travel propaganda. Well, I was just about to say, what is it, do you think, that's so different? Because they mu there must be some kind of concept around, around traveling in America that's mm -hmm. just so different to England. Because I think the avenues are way more open for us. Like, we know yeah, what we're doing. And I, I remember you saying, actually, when you were in Bali, yeah, people were suggesting this to you. And you're just like, I've never even heard of this option. Yeah, I never heard of it. And so then I looked into it, and I had to get a medical exam and pay, I can't remember, it was like 400 bucks or something wow. for the application fee. Not for the medical exam, mm. but got, that was probably like 100 or something. Mm. But I had to go get like a chest x-ray to make sure I didn't have tuberculosis. Stop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's because I had been in Southeast Asia for a few months mm. or if it was because I'm American. <laughs> because <laughs> there have been TB outbreaks because mm. of anti-vaxxing, like yeah. anti-vaxxer people. Yeah. And 
So anyway, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, then it was a really, it happened super quick. I was in Changu with a couple of girlfriends that were both Australian, but lived in different parts. And um, one was moving back to Perth and one was living in Sydney. And my friend in Sydney was like, oh, if you guys just come, like we can, you know, just, it's just, it's going to be great. Like just was really helping me kind of be like, fuck, like we can keep this going. Cause we had had such an awesome yeah. time over the past like <laughs> month meeting and hanging out in Bali and just having a great time. And I was like, yeah, okay, why not? And so, uh, yeah, I applied and then it was, I think I applied on like a Friday and then um, Monday it got approved and then I booked my flight for Wednesday. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so yeah. quick. Um, so I didn't give myself really time to back out or change my mind. Yeah. Um, and right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so I glad think... I did it. Cause I would have probably found a way to talk myself out of it. Oh, Cause it was, yeah, I think that's quite, um, I'm sure that's the thing for a lot of people. Mm. And I'm sure it stopped a lot of people when you're allowed to kind of back out of things and not yeah. commit and kind of not hold yourself accountable for the things that you want in your life. And I think it's quite a common thing probably in terms of traveling because it, it can be a daunting Absolutely. thing to think about, especially because it's just complete fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're not surrounded by the people or the things that you're familiar with, but mm-hmm my god if I could say one thing to everyone it would be travel yeah oh 100% oh it just it just the thought of doing it is so much worse than than being here and I I know like obviously a lot of people aren't daunted and they're super excited and it is an exciting thing but I want to talk I want to reach out to those people who may find it a little bit scary because that's totally normal and that's totally okay to find that yeah. but that's not an excuse to not do it yeah feel the fear and do it anyway absolutely make your decision based on love not fear and you are gonna set the world on fire Ooh, baby Ooh, baby baby <laughs> um yeah so joy's a backpacking so okay oh. talking about the working holiday visa this mm-hmm. beautiful little thing that is letting us live our fucking golden egg i did a little bit of uh research yes i'm super excited to hear these backpacking stats yeah okay so um what am i blur 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 oh what do you think the definition of a backpacker is Oh, <clears throat> to me, a backpacker is someone who travels around with obviously a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And you can travel around, you know, however many countries, it's not doesn't limit yourself to where you are, but yeah. you can live your life out of a backpack. You don't really have roots anywhere mm-hmm. whilst you're traveling. It's very much um, like on the go and... Um, yeah, I tend to think young person yeah. when I think backpacking or living off of a sh- living on a shoestring, if that's the right um, yeah. way to say it. Yeah, that's my. So the official definition is a person who travels or hikes, um, carrying only their belongings in a rucksack. Travels or hikes. Yeah. <laughs> I never once carried my whole backpack on a hike, but. 
I know people that do because hiking is yeah. pretty big back home. Not for me personally mm. because I fucking hate it. But <laughs> I know a lot of my friends that do like actually really hike and they all take backpacks and like mm. camp or even just for the day. I'm like, what the fuck do you have in there well, that you really need? I mean, this But is... then they have snacks and water yeah. and this is why I don't hike. Yeah. So I can... I think for me, if I would to go hiking, I would have a backpack, obviously, but it would be kind of the smaller version of my big backpack not that the I'm one that carrying like around. Over your yeah, head. not the one that just towers over you. Yeah. Okay. Another definition is a person traveling long term and surviving off their backpack. Again, a lot of emphasis <laughs> on the backpack, which I understand, but just we're humans of- too. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone who travels on the cheap. Carrying everything mm-hmm. they need in a backpack, staying in backpacker hostels, and using public transport or hitchhiking. Excuse Bitch, me. Bitch, I ain't about to go. First of all, how dare you shame public transport in such a way? Where True. would we be without it? We would. Where would we would be truly probably at the airport still. Yeah. And also hitchhiking. Please tell me no one's actually hitchhiking anymore. Okay, so I. W- <laughs> Susan? I hitchhiked, but mini versions. So when I was in Sri Lanka, what? it's a yes or a no. Yeah. no there's I no only... gray area. You either did or you didn't. <laughs> I only hitchhiked into town uh, when I was in Sri Lanka in Ella. Cool. In the mountains. How long is into town? Okay, so that's not even twenty minutes. Okay, but right. I mean, but you're still hailing down something on the road. Yeah, and putting your life in the line, but you're with all your friends. Were you? Yeah. Okay. How yeah. many of you were hitchhiking oh, together? Oh, I mean, the the we did it so many times. The oh, the smallest amount of us. Sorry to sweat. Two, <laughs> there were two of us. Okay. There was the two of us. I never did it by myself. Yeah. Um, and then I think the maximum we ever did was like 10, 15 people wow. or something. But yeah, it's great. The Sri Lankans are just so kind and so mm. caring and giving, and I just love them and easy peasy stand by the side of the road and at first we were taking the bus in because obviously you know you want to contribute to the economy and everything you want to of course but we found it was just such a cool experience to do it that way because we yeah you get to know some of the drivers and do you like repeat hitchhiking people (laughs) yeah do you repeat hitchhiking no like did you have the same person pick you up hitchhiking multiple times um actually i don't think so i think it was a different person pretty much every time but Really gambling I mean, yeah. But hitchhiking, proper hitchhiking in my my sense of the word is, you know, you're standing by a motorway with a cardboard sign and you're you're really... I mean, I I, as a woman, I Mm. am loathed to say this, but especially as a woman, I think it's just not, not... It's not smart. And it's it's not not smart. I mean, even if I... Being in a group is definitely safer and I've never done it so I can't really speak from experience mm. but I just it is like every flag yeah absolutely says no it's just one big red flag it's truly yeah. like an alarm bell that you're like I'm sorry I'm gonna put my earplugs in and just step aside and get into the stranger's car <laughs> yeah but you're here so it's fine I mean I'm here I'm okay. um the synopsis the last little bit that I liked of a <laughs> <laughs> of a definition was just a young foreign tourist oh sweet cute so in light of what we were talking about in terms of us like quote unquote not really being backpackers um <laughs> and talking about age so what do you yeah. think the most common age of a backpacker is 
Ooh, I would say most common or average? No, average. I'd say average is probably 23. Yeah, 23 to 25 yeah, is the high, like the most. Yeah. yeah, but actually, funnily enough, the amount of people traveling, like the average has gone up. So it used to be like 23 and now it's more like 32. Oh, amazing. Also, though, the amount of time spent has gone down. So the average used to be about like seven and a half months yeah. and now it's more like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So, olds are getting out there, but for, like, not as long. Yeah. <laughs> olds. <laughs> um, yeah, and so backpackers over the age of 30 have increased from under 5% in 2002 to about 10% in 2017. That is awesome. Yeah. I think just rock forth, no yeah. matter what age you are, it's not confined. Yeah. This is just brilliant. And I think... Especially because, you know, back in the day, it was, you know, you left school, you got a job, you met someone, you have a family, you get married, whatever. And there's nothing obviously wrong with that. But I think traveling opens up opportunities for people who don't necessarily want to do that straight mm -hmm. away. Or um, don't know if they want to. Or don't to, know or, if they yeah. want to. Yeah, absolutely. And just there's just so much more opportunity now. Mm -hmm. And the tourism infrastructure is so much stronger and with social media and things, we are able to share this mm -hmm. more fluidly and more openly. Yeah. And I just think it's great because it doesn't put you into a box. It allows you to go out if you want to and explore mm -hmm. no matter what age you are. So it's brilliant. Um, while I was Googling stuff, you know how mm -hmm. it like autofills the most commonly asked questions, I'm like starving it? Stop. <laughs> Is 27 too old to travel <laughs> was, like, the most commonly... It was, like, the really? FAQ that came up. Yeah, isn't that nuts? I'm like, it's 27. But that's... It's so funny because I remember... I mean, it really hasn't been that long. But, like, that's definitely was a line of thinking that I had before I left yeah. to start traveling was, if I wanted to do this, I sh should have done it when I was mm. 23. Mm. And... It, it's too late now oh. and you know that's my fault for not doing it sooner <gasps> that is so interesting yeah. well we're here to combat that <laughs> we're reclaiming we are reclaiming the rats if you're the person that fucking typed in that question <laughs> the answer is no <laughs> The Go answer is yourself. fucking no, you fucking dumb bitch. I'm just kidding. Please stay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, that, I honestly, I'm, that doesn't even enter my sphere of yeah. thought. Well, I think to, in, we, wow, can I talk? <laughs> um, your experience with traveling and mm. international travel especially mm. has been so ingrained with who you are so if yeah. you want like you know you've been traveling basically every two years since you All were how old yeah, yeah since I was a baby yeah so my dad worked for a tobacco company and it meant that every three years um we would move to a different place because he mm -hmm. was just posted into different countries so we started in Ghana we went to Sri Lanka we lived in Scotland and England for a bit, and then Pakistan, Uganda, Italy. We were in Rome in Italy. <laughs> so going back to traveling, yeah, I lived in all these different countries. It was my dad's job, and it kind of became 
ingrained and just part of my personality personally. Mm-hmm. The reason I say that is because I have an older brother and a, and a younger sister. And even though we were brought up in the same way, they're just much more, they're just more home, they're just more, um, how do I say this? They're more home birds. So, Cute. yeah, they, they just, they like traveling. Like my sister likes traveling and, and my, my brother has been, but it's, it hasn't been a part of their adult life as mm-hmm. much. So they're, it's still in England. They're back in England. They, you know, they've got their jobs and everything. And like, although they'll go on holidays, mm-hmm. they don't tend to go traveling as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, yeah, just really interesting perspective. For me, I just couldn't stop. Yeah, and I think I, I'm obviously I'm so privileged to have this start in life, and it's not a common childhood experience. Yeah. but I want to use that to help other people because I've learned so much. Especially when you're younger, you're you're changing schools every three years. You know, you're constantly the newbie. Like you have yeah. to learn how to make friends and how to Oof. read people and social dynamics, and and that is such a skill to have in your adult life especially I feel so oh totally yeah so that's my background very cool yeah that's awesome yeah I mean same uh just kidding (laughs) that wasn't a funny joke let's please edit that out another like annoying thing I stumbled upon while I was just googling Mm. stuff was this really cool article from this dude 13 signs you're too old to be a backpacker i'm gonna go ahead and say fuck this i was just about to say i'm already angry it's get ready (laughs) you have your drink god okay yeah let me just get it the first thing is the noise is bothering you (laughs) fair but also Mm. in terms of what there are many noises to be experienced i think this is mostly talking about like hostels Right, okay, okay. Yeah. Which, like, okay, maybe. <laughs> but There are ways around this, though. There are ways around it, and if you do choose to stay in a hostel, mm. I have personally become addicted to earplugs because yeah, of the time have... spent in the hostel. You can't sleep without them, can you? Uh, I can, but <laughs> I prefer not to now. Because I just get woken up all the time when I hear stuff. Yeah. I, it's probably for... Yeah, but there's ways around it. Um, and also, just... Okay. This was weird. People think you're joking when you try to book things. So they're insinuating that, like, if you try to, like, book activities and do stuff, that means that you're, like, too old. What? Which is crazy because I feel like even when I was in my, like, early 20s when I was traveling, like, everyone would do the, like, pub crawls or, you know, whatever those kinds of organized events or, like, when I was in Colombia, this walking tour that we went on was, like, one of my, like, my favorite memories of my mm. entire time there because it was so awesome. And we got to mm-hmm. learn so much about it. And, like, mm. that was, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. old then. No. Um, <clears throat> you, you realize your dorm buddies were born after you left high school. <laughs> oh, that is funny. <laughs> I don't think I've met anyone that old yet. I think... Because that no, wouldn't be... The youngest person that I've met traveling I think was 17 16 yeah. 17 yeah same I think um but you know I but that's, it's always it's always the initial bit you're like 
wait, you're 97 or, or what it, whatever uh, it is. You, you mean kind like of 2003. Oh, 2003. Exactly. Like, <sighs> bitch, I remember the millennium like it was fucking yesterday. Cannot. But truly cannot. Yeah, it's. Um, but I think you're right. And then, like, the first bit, you're kind of like, what the fuck? And, yeah. but then you quickly realize it's just like with anyone else. Like, you're either going to get along or mm. you're not. And that's fine. This is one of the main things for traveling. It's one of the main benefits. It's being in a room or wherever you are with your fellow backpackers or travelers, whatever mm-hmm. you want to, to call them. And you realize and you learn that. It sounds so cheesy, but age is literally a number. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. I have met the most immature 35-year-olds. <laughs> uh, I have 45-year-olds. 45-year-olds. Yeah, Janie. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and I have met the most mature 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Totally. This is the problem, is that we are so obsessed with boxing people into these categories and labeling. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, of course you're going to meet 18-year-olds who are just, like, not great company. But you can't, you can't say it's, you can't say it's not of... worth traveling because you may or may not, like, share a living exactly. space at some point with someone that you don't like. The benefits. That seems and insane to me. All the amazing things that come with traveling far outweigh the negatives that come with being surrounded by people younger. who may be younger than you. And also, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Like, the- no one is concentrating on your age. Only you, so. True. Um, this one I took personal offense with. Mm. You keep telling everyone to be careful. We need to be telling people to be careful. 100%. I mean, like, look, look have there's, your friends there's, there's a line. There's a line. Like, you, know, if- you don't want to be obsessed. You don't want to... You don't want to scare people and you don't want to look. If someone's cool, I don't know. I, I look at it as like being realistic. You just gotta have, yeah, and you should have like, especially people that you care about, but you know, we should care about everybody. Yeah. But like your people that you're close with, mm. I think you can tell. Like, I remember there was situations when we've, since we've been together, where I've been mm. like, oh, I think I wanna do this. And then you've been like, okay, like I'm gonna support you in whatever you do. Mm. I don't think it's a great idea. And mm. that pause, like it, that gave me pause to really think about it and be like, mm. okay, like, is this something that I actually mm. feel like is worth the risk mm. and ultimately decided not, which is great mm. because, but I appreciate like having people that care about you and aren't just like you, you're not walking around telling people like what you're doing is stupid and you're yeah. dumb and da da da. But like, there's a difference between projecting your fears onto people around you and looking out for the people in your corner and like having their back. 100%. Being realistic. Yeah. Definitely. You're holding that space for the people that you love and you are not um, impeding or you're not trying to influence them mm-hmm. in a negative way. But sometimes you have to take a check and you have to be able to step back. And when you are in that mode of being super excited and you want to do this and like, it's such a great idea, like, ah! Like it's, I just think it's so valuable. And I've been in the complete exact situation where, you know, I do get caught up and yeah. I need that person to give me some perspective. Yeah, just be like, cool, if you want to do this, Definitely. like have you actually really thought it through yet? It's coming from a non, non-judgmental mm-hmm. space or non-judgmental viewpoint, but holding that space for that other person to, to really feel that if this is right for them, fucking support them the whole way. 100% you are there. Yeah. And you are there to pick up the pieces if something does go wrong. And but... also, like, pushing our boundaries, 
you know, safely mm. and consciously is part of the reason why we're all traveling to begin with. Um, long <laughs> bus rides sound like the worst thing in the world because they are. <laughs> they really as speaking are. as someone who has been <laughs> afflicted my entire life with motion sickness, long car oh. rides are the worst. I can't read. I can't yeah. watch TV. I can't look at my phone. Yeah. Like, you can listen to music. That's I can listen it. to music and podcasts, which yeah. has been such a saving grace. But yeah. like, even when the last long bus ride that I took was when I was in Thailand, the Pai to Chiang Mai. Oh, Chiang Mai to Pai? Jesus or the fucking other way Christ. So on the way to Pai mm-hmm. from Chiang Mai, mm-hmm. I was in the front seat of the oh, van. Oh, that's lucky. Truly, yeah. just by pure luck, you get your ticket and yeah. they tell you where you're yeah, sitting yeah, and you yeah. don't get to pick. I was like, fuck yeah, I don't know oh, what everyone's complaining about. On the way on back, the way the back, back oh. I was in... literally the last seat (laughs) in the corner with like everyone's bags behind me like and I was like I'm sure I don't know if I was hungover probably Mm. but it was hot and cramped Mm. and I wasn't like I wasn't looking at my phone I wasn't even listening to music and I was just like you stop halfway through it's a four-hour bus ride up through this mountain range and it's literally just Mm. zigzagged the entire way for four hours and you hear about it you hear people say like Oh, the drive to Pi, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But it's not it's not just the drive, it's the driver oh. as well, isn't it? Because I mean, the, I don't it's know. It's but my God, they can be maniacs. Well, because they just drivers. do it like three times a day, and so yeah, they don't absolutely. give a fuck. They're used to it. And you know, when you're driving, like you can anticipate turns and shit, and you have that yeah. control. When you're just getting yeah. sloshed around in the mm. fucking back seat, oh mm-hmm. my God. Anyway, I puked at the rest stop. Long story short. <laughs> I you get a you get a break halfway through and I remember just being like my eyes I was cold sweat oh, like God. sweat mustache and I'm like my eyes are shut so tight and I was like it's happening it's gonna happen stop it's gonna happen <laughs> and I was like oh my God I was about to puke and then I felt the car stop and I was like you've got to be fucking kidding me and I booked it to you have to pay to use the bathroom and it's a hole in the ground and I threw a fucking coin at this guy and just looked in there I was just like dying <laughs> oh bless you I'm so sorry so I'm long not bus rides I'm laughing with you long bus rides are the worst thing ever because <laughs> I have so many stories like that from my youth and it has nothing to do with being old no. I, cars suck no, and I think also height does come into play, especially if you're, for example, the longest bus ride I ever took was nine hours in Vietnam. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and I took it from one, I kind of took it from the north down to middle, the middle. It was from Byron, oh God, Byron Bay, what am I thinking? <laughs> Halong Bay down to Hue in Vietnam. And I mean, I'm five foot ten, so I'm pretty oh, tall yeah. for a woman anyway I mean I'm 6'1 yeah so So I get it so you get it and (laughs) these seats are not made for women nothing nothing is made for us in Asia which is fine it's not for us we get to visit I understand that which is why in many of the pictures that I posted from my time in Bali I hashtag too tall for Asia (laughs) and there are many of us Just like at, it. at tables, so at tables with my <laughs> knees up to my fucking chin. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I, of course, this isn't for me. I'm visiting and yeah. I appreciate that I'm allowed to be here and experience this. Yeah. But it also is not good for my lower back. No, it's really sore. Okay, really we like are. It. We're That's aging ourselves. Where... <laughs> the what? With, well, legal narcotics. We're talking about, you know. 
a few Valium here and there. Oh. That will save your damn life. God, I love a Valium. I love a Valium. If I, oh, yeah. Mm. Getting knocked out for that long of a bus ride would be oh, it's great. truly ideal. The, the only weird thing about Valium is, was I, I never I never took it uh, the, apart from when I was in Sri Lanka. That was the first time I ever took it. Mm. And it's such a weird feeling because for me anyway, you take it, it's like you fall asleep and then bam, you're awake. It's yeah. like you haven't had any, you don't feel rested when you wake up, but you know you've slept. So yep. it's just... Very strange, but it does save you on bus rides. So even if you wake up kind of tired, you're fine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, the rest of these are just kind of ridiculous mm. because I get it's a listicle, but you're obsessed with booking everything in advance. How the fuck else are you supposed to book a place? <laughs> you keep talking about yeah. what this place was like the last time you were here. <laughs> Fair. No one gives a shit. Oh, God, yeah, I've definitely done that in oh, my I, time. Yeah. Definitely. I do And that. then I've been around the people who've done it, and you're like, shut up. Oh. Well, it's like, I remember, so I did a semester in Italy in college. Mm. At uni. Uni. And I was there for, like, <laughs> six months. Um, and, yeah, I remember coming back and just being like, oh, no one gives a shit. Like, everyone else's lives have also just been going on. Yeah. And you can really only, like, the only people that want to hear about in this one time in Rome, like, <laughs> are the people that were there. Yeah. All of your other yeah. friends, like, will hear, we'll hear about it, yeah. but not every day they, for the next six yeah. months. Yeah, they're hearing it, but they're not listening. Well, and also, like, it's not relevant to them, really. Yeah. And unless yeah. people ask, how was your trip? What was this like? And they want to know the answer. Mm -hmm. If you're like, oh my God, this sandwich reminds me of this one cafe that I got <laughs> lost at, blah, 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 blah. And that's what this podcast is for, for all of us travel nerds yes. to have a space where we can talk about shit that no one cares about. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've become obsessed with doing laundry. That doesn't feel Oh, well. well I'm I obsessed mean, with my laundry not getting mm -hmm. stolen. Um. I'm down for that. <laughs> the second thing I'm obsessed with is my laundry not um, shrinking. Yep. Or being a different colour. Mm -hmm. However, when you're travelling, you take clothes that you truly don't really give a yes, shit about. I will agree. I mean, obviously, there are the few pieces that you have that you like, but... I but you have this is to another be willing to let go of Absolute. the shit that you bring with you. This is a really good lesson in letting go of stuff because it's just stuff. It's just stuff. It's it's materialistic, tangible things that actually don't bring much value to your yeah. life, and and it literally weigh you down when you're traveling. Exactly. talk about the working holiday visa like the ins God and outs of damn it. it okay do so want to? Is... do you want to can... save it for another one we could or do we want to because we kind of talked about it but then we didn't really we talked mostly about age which is fine i think yeah i reckon why don't we leave it for let's leave it the second one so excited that we're gonna i we're think this creative. is gonna be one of those things where we're doing it and then we're like why the fuck didn't we Did do we this do this sooner, sooner? Exactly. And it's, again, living and, and taking action through the fear. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily that it was a fear, but it was I was. Like, I was fully afraid. Really? Yeah. Fully you know, afraid. It's so funny you say that because I remember when I first started talking about this and I could feel... I didn't feel fear from you so much, but I felt hesitancy yeah. and, like, holding back. So I, I didn't want to push it, but I kind of had this 
faith that we would get to a point where we were both as excited mm-hmm. to start this as each other. Recently, it's just been such an organic. Just... Yeah, well, I think, I, honestly, <laughs> to bring it back to our brand, yeah. <laughs> it, it feels kind of like exactly the same kind of series of feelings that I had and um, reconciliation with those feelings that I had Mm -hmm. about traveling, which is like, it's something that I love that I've always wanted to do. Mm. Um, but never, but I remember like, cause I've had other friends be like, Oh my God, we should start a podcast. Like, Mm. and I've always just come to the same thing of like, yeah, but I, that's not for me. I know other people do it and I love listening to them and I love that other people get to create them and have that space, but that's not for me. Like no one really wants to hear what I have to say and so this is interesting it's coming back to yeah like to what you have to say it's like a personal thing isn't mm-hmm. it it's that fear of like putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and like what if people make fun of me what if people yeah and I 100% have that as well definitely I don't think I'll ever like not have well, yeah, a, a degree of that but it's overcoming it anyway as yeah well as taking the action anyway despite having those feelings and, and I remember like with traveling just at one point, like I've always been like, I would love to live abroad. I would love to just, yeah. I, I never really knew where I wanted to go or for how long or what I would do, but it was always something that I wanted to do. And mm. then as soon as the circumstances just kind of aligned, it was just a as quick wow. decision of like, I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to buy a one way flight. <laughs> and I felt like, a calmness about it and it just mm. felt like a right like a mm. lined kind of decision mm. and similarly with we've been talking about doing something together and creating something for so long and mm. it just same kind of thing happened where I was like just fucking do it like we're already sharing all these experiences yeah. with each other and with our friends and who gives a shit if zero people listen to this or whatever like yeah. we're, we get to just do something that we already enjoy. Oh, definitely. I mean, we do it anyway. We do yeah. it anyway. We, we, we... There's a lot of, like, funny similarities that you and I have about, oh like, God, where we so are many. in life and, like, our past experiences and stuff. And I just remember thinking, like, if you and I could meet and have so much in common, yeah. that there's got to be other people out there, too, that will find common ground with us as well that might want to hear what we have to say or definitely. share our experiences with or share their experiences with us like I want to hear from people I want to I love talking about this stuff oh me too I'm I'm I I just want like we said look even if this amounts to nothing the fact that we're just creating something and putting it out there and if it helps one person I will die happy I think that's just amazing and who knows what will happen but I would like to live longer than that but I would would be happy about it I guess (laughs) me too (laughs) well on that note we will wrap up thank you so much if you are still listening to us (laughs) please stay tuned we're going to bring you some more awesome content about travel and life oh so much more to come and Thank you and safe travels. Yeah, safe travels. Cheers, darling. Cheers, darling. Let's finish our whiskey sours. Oh, <laughs>